coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 214. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I am doing quite well. Thank you. Good. Sick of uh, being closed up yet? Well, you know, I'm kind of like you. I work at home. I, I do a lot of, of my stuff at home. I do get out. Right. But I'm still getting out. I'm getting out with a face mask. Now, I know you're not wearing a face mask when you go out, but um, that's the only difference to me. I mean, right. I'm I'm still not going to a couple places that I would normally go. Um, you know, I think there are petri dishes out there. Like I used to go to the nail salon. I may never go back. You know, right? It's okay. I'm not really ready to go to a eat-in restaurant, but I think they should be open. Okay, I think that it should be a person's choice. So it, it it's changed my life, but day to day, not so much. Right. And I agree with that. I think if uh, you're worried about coronavirus, stay at home. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not, uh, go out and do what you need to do. I don't wear a mask, uh, not really because I'm against a mask. It's because I forget that I have them in the car. I yeah. just, I don't know. I'm just not used to this and I, uh, whatever. But I do see lots of people wearing masks. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do, um, you know, and heaven knows, I certainly don't want to diminish the fact that there are a lot of people out there that absolutely should not be exposed to coronavirus. Right, absolutely. You know, I mean, they they have illnesses that are um, really do, you know, they shouldn't be out there. Right. You know, if you have a lung disease... For goodness gracious, be careful. And, uh, well, I um, think we have uh, a guest here. Oh. There's the hammer. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hammer. What's happening? Not much. We're just about to start talking. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, let's talk China. As the president says, China. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> Okay, the Senate passed a bill today removing what they're calling rogue Chinese companies from U.S. stock exchange. Well, you know, I'm thinking, you know, they're talking about taking our drugs away. I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but my last visit to my doctor, she really wanted me to go on the name brand thyroid medicine. And the reason she wanted to is because she was afraid the generic from China might be problematic for me to get at some point. Hmm. And oh. I really need the thyroid medicine. So right. my question is, are we in a cold war with China? I, I, I mean, it's starting to look like war to me, but you know, not the traditional guns. It's, it's starting to remind me of the whole cold war we had with Russia. Yeah, I, I think there were some statements uh, aimed toward China that I saw in the news today as well. So I, I think you guys are here in Canada. It's much different. Trudeau just keeps uh, pumping sunshine up their ass. So yeah. we're going we, to we need to pump something up their ass. But... <laughs> <laughs> Probably isn't going to be sunshine. I'm, uh, I'm, 
I am uh, so disgusted with the amount of business that we've been doing with China, especially stuff that they can control us with. Yeah, right. it's that that is just unimaginable to me that we would give another country, especially a communist country, the ability to control the greatest free nation in the history of time, that we would relinquish that power to someone like China. I just, I, I think we were all ignorant of the fact that how much China was making of our products and uh, I, I was guilty myself. I thought it was T-shirts, hats, you know, whatever, n- fireworks. Yeah. No, no. It's everything. It's the important thing, yes. It really was. It was way too much food, way too much medical supplies, um, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, uh, pretty much exactly the same north of the border, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I, I think that... I, in fact, I know that Trump will make it um, part of his agenda to make sure that that is there's a cease to that. He will give. Um, we will bring a lot of it home, but he is also encouraging businesses to look at South Korea, Vietnam, um, India. You know, some places outside of uh, China. Right. As far as manufacturing and, um, you know, for American businesses to expand. Right. It still doesn't change the fact that China owns a lot. They own a lot of our debt. They own a lot of our real estate. They own a lot of some very major companies like, um, especially Hollywood, film companies. Um, so they, they still, they've got, a, they've got us by the noose for sure. Well, but hopefully that will change. But um, anyway, you know, we can't go too many episodes without talking Pelosi. Right. Pelosi turned 80, and uh, this 80-year-old um, woman who is the, the highest-ranking female ever in the United States, um, she is third in line to the presidency, um, started fat-shaming the president because he was taking the anti-malaria drug um, as a preventative drug against um, COVID-19. She said he was too fat to take it. Now, I don't know when she went back and became wow. a doctor. And she said he was just like the kid that came in with mud into the house. Oh. You know, when you get really mad at your kid when he comes in with mud. Except Trump comes in with doggy dew instead of mud on his feet. Wow. Now, what kind of crap is that? Wow. Yeah. Who would think that the Speaker of the House, the highest-ranking woman in the United States, third in line to the presidency, has got to fat-shame the president and talk about doggy doo on his shoes? I mean, you know, theoretical, fake doggy doo. I mean, it really didn't happen. Wow. Uh, That's really unbelievable. Um, and, and what really ticks me classless. off is it looks like she had some plastic surgery on her face done over quarantine, and there weren't supposed to be any elective surgeries. Well, well, maybe the gardener did it. <laughs> no, it's only for it's only for Nancy. No pants. She's the only one. 
She's the only I would not gets, want to see no pants. She's the only one that gets to do those type things because, <laughs> by golly, she's entitled to it. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget. Visible. Don't forget. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd throw <laughs> that in out there for everyone just to kind of cringe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wonder why she would have plastic surgery and not just wear a mask. <laughs> I don't know. She's wearing scarves instead. She's wearing scarves around her neck and pulling them up and, you know. Um, yeah. Fashion. It's now becoming a fashion statement for okay. her. I don't know if she knows that the reason a mask is better than a scarf is because, you know, you have it, it's tight below, like the chin and around the nose. Okay? Yeah. I, I, the scarf, I don't know. And when you pull it down and you touch it with your hands, you're kind of contaminating it with possibly COVID 19. I guess. Well, so you know, I mean, she's not thinking, or I don't know. Maybe that's not. Uncle. That's uh, Aunt Nancy for you. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So who knows? Okay, we are coming up about less than I believe less than six months till the election. Right. Okay. COVID nineteen is still going to be around. I, I mean, I think we can pretty much be for sure of that. Yeah, absolutely. And social distancing, of course, is. Um, paramount to keeping from getting the virus. I mean, the, the CDC is going to come out with some new guidelines today. Um, they're going to ease the idea that you get it off of surfaces like doorknobs so much. Right. But you're getting it worse than they believed in the air you share between people. In fact, they are seeing that it travels about 16 feet. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So that's going to be a problem. But, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more once those guidelines come out, but the election, there right. are those that are insisting that we do the presidential election by mail. And I say, no way in hell, because you will be saying President Biden, because a lot of the people of Trump's people are older. They, they absolutely would not be able to do internet or mail. I mean, that would be confusing for them. Right. Um, I believe that you can certainly have people be able to request to do it on the mail like they can now. They can request that um, for, you know, certain reasons, if they're traveling or sick or whatever. Um, internet, same. Um, but you cannot eliminate voting by mail. I suggest that they make it, instead of a one-day event, they make it a week-long event. Right. That's and maybe what I was they just you know, everybody A through F vote one day. I don't know, you know, how they break yeah, it up. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's the only fair thing to do. And certainly, people that can't get out definitely deserve their ballots. Well, we have advanced polling here. So you can go basically months before or about a month before an election and, and vote ahead of time in case you're, you can't make it on election day. So... You can just show up and vote. If they do this by mail or online, you know, the, the Dems will get so many more votes, and that's what they want. Just like they want to give it to the prisoners. They want to give it to the illegal aliens. They want to give it to anybody that can fog a mirror they think should be able to vote. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, it just it doesn't matter. If they have any I know. Oliver rights. got his voting card today. 
you know. So, <laughs> you know, I guess our, I guess our uh, golden doodle is going to be a voter too. I guess you know. I mean, it, it's it's getting ridiculous. You know, you've got dead people voting now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they're coming up out of the grave to vote, which. Well, I tell you what, the like hammer. The coming, yeah, my, my dad um, ended up on a voting sheet, or the hammer's dad ended up in Jamaica, uh, New York, after he passed away. Yes. Oh, wow. And I can guarantee you, my father never stepped foot in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and that's got to stop, and they've got to figure that out. But um. And every time President Trump has tried to get to the bottom of dead people voting, um, the dead have put a roadblock in front of him. So, right. And um, they they kind of like dead people voting. But um, anyway, Hunter Biden. We've talked about him tons of times. Um, but a Senate committee has authorized the subpoena of Hunter Biden's Barisima investigation. I think that's a big deal. And I tell you why I think it's a big deal because already, just since this came out, which was like yesterday, we already have a leaked phone call between um, Joe Biden and the former leader of the Ukraine. And it's supposed to be juicy. Oh. I'm hoping that we get to hear it soon. Yeah. Hunter Biden is kind of a waste of life. What could he offer Burisma um, oil except for access to the White House? Hmm. I mean, he's a cocaine addict. I mean, a really bad one. So, I mean, what could he offer? What did he offer except access? There's nothing else he has. Yeah. You know how it is. Nobody does something for nothing. Exactly. Well, it's and while his daddy is vice president of the United States, he gets kicked out of the military for cocaine. How bad do you think his habit was? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I say, well, that's right. Okay. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court denied House Democrats information about Mueller's grand jury. And I, I called it Mueller's grand jury, but it was the grand jury that... Um, you know, assess the Mueller investigation. Now, why in the hell did they think it would be legal for a grand jury's investigation to be exposed? I mean, everybody knows that that's why you get the secret grand jury together. So they go over this information, look at it. Nobody knows about it if there's nothing there. And they certainly don't know the people that go over it. Right. It's dangerous for those people. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, the Dems always have a different way of looking at things. I mean, their way is, it's our way when we want it. It's your way when we want it. (laughs) In other words, they have rules for themselves no matter what it is, as long as it works for them. Yeah, for sure. You know, they make them up as they go along. Well, I think they have narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a group thing. Okay, we've talked about this a lot, a lot, and I cannot believe that it's going to go so easy for Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo. 
They are both have agreed to plead guilty to conspiracy charges. Lori will get only two months. Remember how everybody's saying 20 years? Right. And a $150,000 fine. Massimo will get five months and $250,000 fine. Both will have two years um, supervised. I, I assume that just means parole. Right. And community service. Now, remember how they were going to spend the rest of their damn life in jail for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're going to sell their house and, you know, say goodbye to their kids and stuff. I, I don't know. Well, they were making a uh, statement uh, with them. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. And um, I don't know. It seems like, the, you know, they pleaded not guilty. In the beginning of this, they cost the court all this money, and they're going to go less time than they would have had they just pleaded guilty in the beginning. <laughs> exactly. And I thought you were supposed to get more time if you cost the court time and money. Right. I I, I don't know. Lori Laughlin's just not that cute to me. Massimo, on the other hand, eh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I think they should have made them build a building. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and giving it to the school. Yeah. Or somebody, you know what I mean? It's awful, awfully easy for them. Well, yeah, I mean, like 400 grand to people that, you know, I mean, they have millions and millions of dollars. I, I think this is like petty money. It's like a parking ticket to me. Yeah, it is yeah. like a parking ticket, exactly. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't think that's fair. Well, if you're going to put them in for only two months or whatever, or five months. Yeah. Do hard time. Yeah. Put them in the prison population. Or they're working on the roads. Yeah, yeah. In the know, chain like, gang. Like Cool Hand Luke. You know, let's put them out there in the chain gang for a while and start, let them pound some rock or build oh, a road. Oh, my gosh. Can you see Lori Laughlin on the chain gang? Yeah. <laughs> She's an actress. She ought to be able to, be able to adapt to any role. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yes, you should be able to. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, come on. Use those, use those skills and talents. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, unemployment. Okay, what we did was we created unemployment benefits that were kind of nationwide, and we've never really done that before because, you know, it costs more to live in, say, New York City than it does in Springfield, Missouri. Right. So people in New York get more when they're unemployed. Well, instead, we decided to make a $600 for everyone a week, okay, right. during the coronavirus. And at first, I thought that was, that was okay because people couldn't go to work. Well, now they still have the benefits, and it's more than they would make if they would go back to work. And these are healthy people we're talking about. Right. What kind of mess did we create? We're trying to open up America. We are offering people more to stay home than to go back to work. Some businesses are unable to open because the employees won't come back yet. Yeah, uh, I think those benefits are going to stop incredibly fast once this is um, kind of when the world opens up again. I, I just have that feeling that it they're going to realize that. Yeah. Today, the stock market dropped a bit because we had another 2.4 million people file for unemployment benefits. Now, most of the country's opening back up. We should not have had that. The only reason right. we did is because they're getting more money to stay home. 
Yeah, I think some businesses are are not going to survive though too. So they they might be oh, legitimate yeah. claims. You know. Oh, I, I I I do believe that there's a lot of businesses. Well, we know that because, for example, J.C. Penney's filed bankruptcy. I don't know. They said in our town that like Sears may not open back up. Uh, Pier One is um, is going out of business, and that's like 525 stores. I know they had already closed in Canada. Um, Gordman's, another chain. Um, there's going to be a lot of casualties, but these guys were already casualties. Right. Pier One had filed bankruptcy before, in, yeah, uh, February, yeah. I think, and pulled out of Canada. What last year, last fall? Or uh, I don't. I'm not sure if they all pulled out of Canada. I think they may have kept some stores open. Well, um, I thought they did. But the report I read said they pulled all of the stores back. Well, could be. That may have been last week they pulled the remaining could ones. Be. You, don't, I, you know, yeah. truly, I haven't been in the mall in about a year. So, yeah. I so forgot to bring up the most important one. What? Victoria's Secret. Oh, Victoria's Secret. Hard working, intelligent models. Exactly. Yeah. Those sticks. What they, they used their. You know their brains for years perfecting these walks. On. I will tell you though, the story so, in, in Manhattan is pretty impressive. Yeah, I but, took you there. Yes, and and I liked it. And <laughs> I'm gonna miss it. That's where the angels hang out. You know, Victoria's Secret angels. I'm yeah. really, I'm yeah, truly going will. to miss it because yeah. you can. I don't think they're closing the asteroid though. You they? can always go in there and waste. 30 minutes to an hour enjoyably well, well they can always make masks oh I guess not yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just a piece of string around your ears oh, yeah. gosh. It looks well like that's usually all they're wearing is just a piece of string yeah yeah so. Well, we mentioned uh, earlier that Trudeau was singing China's praises. Um, Trudeau yeah. uh, did a big gun grab here in Canada made 1500 um, assault style weapons uh illegal but uh in doing so basically made the shotgun illegal which so, is crazy what do people do out in the sasquatch yeah yeah exactly um it's a little ridiculous only uh also that some of the aid for some of the larger corporations um the companies would have to agree to a 60 million dollar loan and they would have to give up a stake in the company to the government. So sounds that a lot is, like China, doesn't it? I was gonna that say, is yeah. so communistic. I mean, that is disturbing. Absolutely. I, I mean, that's not that. even socialistic. That's communistic. You bet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I guess he's not a member of the National Gun Association. Yeah. He's <laughs> probably never so. touched one. Oh, no, no. Well, I don't know. He was a drama teacher. Maybe he did a little acting with one. <laughs> His gun was plastic. I mean, we know that yeah. he painted himself for an acting class. One that shoots a little uh, flag out that says shoot or bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, he, he reminds me uh, a lot lately because he comes out of his little cottage there to give his daily COVID briefing thing, and then he goes mm -hmm. back inside. He, he reminds me of that Puskatani Phil. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he comes out and looks to see if the shadow. Trudeau comes out of his cottage and, and just checks to see if everybody still hates him, and he goes back inside 
till tomorrow. Is, so is Sophie still with him? Or I have no idea. I don't think they're yeah, together. Because that's kind of the yeah. talk in Canada. Are are they really still together or not? Yeah, nobody really knows. I don't think. <laughs> so okay. Well, um, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it before. Uh, Brad Pitt is a native of Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And um, had no idea. Yeah. And although he did not go to school there, he did send a message to Missouri State University graduates. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, probably Skype or something. But it was really neat, and we got to see his uh, COVID-19 hairstyle. It's very, um, you know, long, bullish. Right. Bullish, long. It looks like the hair of, you know, um, that Keith Urban Right. Yeah. I, I think Brad Pitt now has his hairstyle, but we really <laughs> appreciate him sending a message to the Missouri State University graduates and cool. hope he stays more in tune with them sure. um, in the future. That would be good. Okay, fashion. I know I know you're so worried about fashion, guys, but the Vogue <laughs> editor says the coronavirus is absolutely has been a catastrophic problem for the fashion industry i mean you know what do you wear around your house i mean i've got leggings and t-shirts yeah i, I mean nobody's well, going to be out there buying designer stuff they don't care yeah they they have nowhere to wear it um I, it depends which area of fashion because uh the magazine um part of it i think uh we're looking at a possible spike in magazine work, so when when fashion related, so okay. So would you say that? And, and I know you operate really close to this industry, but um, do you think that Vogue is on the downturn, and maybe she's full of malarkey? Ah, uh, well, it depends. I think she's talking about okay. There's no fashion shows, so there's no place to showcase um, fashion. Well, you can still do Which a photo is, shoot with uh, exactly. social distancing. Yeah, I exactly. And there's magazines still operating very successfully, them being one of them. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to hurt every area of fashion. But, yeah, yeah. there's it's I think definitely an effect. I think people want different fashion, and maybe you got to think about that. Right. I mean, don't, buy your, gotta, yeah. don't buy your clothes off wish.com. That's right. <laughs> Okay, and what about hairstyles? I I don't know. Do you think that COVID nineteen hairstyles will mimic those of the nineteen eighties punk era? Well, I'll be back in style then. Well, but are we working towards the nineteen seventies hippie look or beatnik look or what are we looking for? Because I'm seeing a lot of guys going around with almost a mullet and spiked hair. <laughs> That's true. I think they ought to bring back the Beatles. Beetle cut, you know the bowl the, the cut. The bowl cut, yeah. Yeah, that way, yeah. you know, they all look the same, and it yeah. would be, it would be cool. Yeah, that works. That well, works. It, pop it, made it for about ten years. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a haircut right after I'm done recording because I can't stand it anymore. You know. Oh my gosh! It is, I, do you guys have the salons open? Uh, they open this week apparently with some strict rules, which I am not really privy to but um yeah you're gonna it, find out huh I, I guess i will find out soon yeah. so but uh 
anyways we can agree this has uh, really been some strange strange times absolutely and we don't always agree but life's a journey and we're all in this together especially now that the COVID-19 came along so Godspeed Connor Godspeed to the hammer and all of our friends out there thanks for listening Godspeed Grace and thanks for listening everyone bye now